The governor joining us live on the KRMG Morning News. Welcome back, Governor. Hey, thanks so much, Dan. Good to be with uh, everybody in T-Town. Weren't you, if I remember right, you were at that Thunder game a year ago, weren't you, when the, everything was called off? Yes, I was. That was a, that was an interesting night. I actually got the call while I was there from my commissioner of health and uh, that the Utah Jazz player tested positive. And at that point, we only had two known cases in Oklahoma. And mm. so I was... I went and got uh, Clay Bennett. I met him in the conference room, and we got Adam Silver on the phone, and we made the tough decision to send the players back to the locker room and then consulted with the NBA, and they didn't even have a policy at that point. They were saying, hey, it's a local local decision, and um, we made the decision to call the game. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then, you know, five minutes after we called it, the NCAA shut down, all of NBA, uh, Major League Baseball. It was kind of – that was the beginning yeah. of uh, – the COVID as we know it. What specifically will your actions do today? What statewide restrictions will be lifted? So we're removing uh, all remaining restrictions. So uh, the only thing that was left was some, some capacity limits, some outdoor limits, some school events, uh, uh, capacity limits. And so uh, we think it's the right time to uh, start signaling and getting things back to normal. And like I said, from the beginning, uh, the, the, the goal was never zero cases. That's that's impossible. We have the lowest cases since last year. Um, hospitalizations are down 85%. And uh, we've been fully reopened our businesses uh, since last June. We were one of the first states to do that. And uh, I'm, I want everybody to get their summers back with the vaccine rollout going fantastic. Over mm. a million vaccines administered now in, in the state of Oklahoma. And we want people to start... Uh, um, you know, getting things back to normal, and that was uh, that was the signal that uh, we were doing. Yet we're doing today, actually. One of those shots went in my arm last week. Uh, went in my wife's arm yesterday. Um, so we're doing well. Seven, I think, top seven state when it comes to vaccine distribution, but we're still in the top ten nationally when it comes to new cases per capita. Why do you believe right now is the right time to lift those limits? Why not a week from now, two weeks from now, after spring break, something like that? Well, you know, our stats, I think it was we were 28th in uh, capacity, so kind of middle, or excuse me, in uh, number of new cases. It's, the, it's 614 on a seven-day average. Uh, we are one of the lowest states in, uh, um, you know, hospitalizations. And so we think that, uh, again, you can always ask the question, when is the right time? Um, we feel really good about uh, where we're at. We're pleased. The vaccines are going well um, because we were open. We have a budget surplus this year, and uh, from the very beginning, I had set out three goals, and Oklahomans have heard me talk about it multiple times, but to protect the health and lives of Oklahomans, but also to mitigate the impacts to our economy, protect our, our companies, and also protect our kids and get them safely back in school. And so uh, we just think this is a another signal to let everybody know that we are moving back to normal in Oklahoma. Dr. Monks, the president of the State Medical Association, has, has bucked you a couple of times on this stuff. Uh, he says, quote, letting up our efforts to battle COVID now is like a football player spiking the ball on the five-yard line. I'm curious, does Health Commissioner Dr. Lance Fry also believe what you're doing today is the right thing at the right time? Yeah, he does. He was on our uh, press conference yesterday and uh, had some great uh, statements and kind of gave the stats. Uh, But you always have the naysayers and you've got uh, uh, different folks around the state. And, um, you know, as the governor of all four million Oklahomans, I have to balance 
um, the whole state and, and kids, the mental health and the, and the well-being of children. And if we listen to Dr. Monks and some of the, some of the naysayers, uh, kids still wouldn't be in school. And as you know, uh, I was a huge proponent and was pushing uh, to get all of our schools open. And thank goodness now every single kid has a chance for in-person learning right now. Um, so, again, uh, I don't listen to some of those uh, critics and some of those folks. I listen to Dr. Uh, Fry and the health professionals at the state, and uh, we're 100% on board that this is the right time. Given the, the variants that are circulating now, if, if perchance infection rates or hospitalizations start to go up again, would you reimpose any of the limits that you've lifted? You know, um, well, sure. I mean, we would we would absolutely look at the hospital capacity. I'm in constant contact with our chief medical officers around the state, and uh, we're going to watch that capacity. We're going to watch those variances. Um, but right now, I mean, the numbers are, are falling off the cliff. I mean, yeah. literally in, in December, we were having 4,500 cases a day, and now we're down to, uh, you know, 100, 200, 600. The, the, the seven-day average is, is 600 right now, which is what it was last summer. And uh, But, yeah, I'll never say never. I mean, I'm going to protect the health and lives of Oklahomans, our hospital capacity. But right now, uh, there's 66 people, 66 people out of all the hospitals in the Tulsa metro area. Now, that's down 85%. Statewide, there's under 300 people in the hospital. Uh, in our capacity, we have built for around 5,000. Uh, so, you know, there's always going to be people that'll, that'll, uh, that want you to continue to shut down. There were people last June that didn't think I should open up businesses. And I'm very pleased with what we've done. And because of that, the other thing that's really interesting Oklahomans uh, appreciate is now we have a budget surplus when other states – New York, for example, has double-digit unemployment. They're facing a $10 billion deficit. They're asking questions now about what core services they're going to cut. So Oklahoma is in a much better situation because of the way we've handled this. Rick Corey is with me. Governor, I know with the stimulus package being signed last night, some of that is going to states, and there's some conditional things going to states. What will the impact actually be here? You know, that's something that, Senator Langford, Senator Inhofe in my office, we've been in discussions with. They haven't written the rules. Treasury's still writing the rules on how states will administer that money, what the rules and what the uh, requirements will be. So we're still uh, learning. Uh, we anticipate a couple billion dollars uh, be given to each state. Obviously, there'll be a stimulus pack. There'll be uh, checks given to uh, um, you know Oklahomans. But it's too early to tell exactly what the strings attached will be. Uh, with those dollars and how we can use them, whether we can backfill uh, unemployment fund, for example, or we can backfill some of the uh, roads and bridges and some of the things that we did last year uh, as we were as we were you know kind of shuffling some things around to uh, uh, with the, with the downturn. There's a bill working its way through the state legislature that would more or less give control of the Tulsa and Oklahoma City health departments to the state. Uh, do you support this attempt to impose state control on a local government entity? You know, uh, first off, I think uh, Oklahoma County and Tulsa County, those are the two counties that have uh, independent uh, health departments, have done, a, have done a good job. Those guys have worked really hard. Uh, but it's important that we also have unity in their messaging to Oklahomans. And sometimes uh, through this pandemic, there were so many different voices. It was so confusing for um for Oklahomans to know, well, what, who is the health professional I'm supposed to listen to? So we certainly need unity. Um, and, and so I'll look at that bill when it, when it makes its way, I think it's through the house right now. Yeah. Uh, it's something that, uh, uh, representative Kennedy was carrying. Um, and so having, you know, 
obviously, I want unity in our messaging to Oklahomans. I think that's important, uh, but appreciate the hard work that uh, uh, all the local health departments have done as well. Hey, have you fully recovered? I mean, you had COVID. Do you have any lingering effects? Uh, no, uh, fully recovered. That was last uh, July when I got it. Yeah. I, I was the first governor to get it, and, and uh, uh, but fortunately, it didn't didn't uh, hit me hard. I lost my uh, smell and taste, uh, but that was really the only symptoms that I had, and and uh, got that back after I don't know seven days or so. That made you top ten though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right, Governor. Thanks. Uh, we'll let you go and have a great weekend. Hey, thanks so much. Thanks, Tulsa, Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.